everything we've said so far can be summarised quite neatly by thinking in terms of Professor James Cass's dichotomy between power and strength. This um, might sound a bit fancy, but it's a very straightforward, very simple um, division. And power and strength, they both sound as if they're the same kind of thing. They both sound as if they're interchangeable. But in the way that James Cass is using the words, they're not. And what he means by power is the ability to change or move things without being changed or moved yourself. So it's an external kind of a thing. So we could call that external strength. If we have enough external strength, we can influence people, control people, control things, and yet be completely um, unchanged ourselves because we are operating from this fixed position. And power is really about protecting this fixed position, therefore. External strength is all about protecting our vantage point and not being moved, not being influenced. So, strength is different because strength doesn't show itself in terms of control. We often think control is like strength and someone who is very good at controlling is very strong, very formidable. But if someone is heavily invested in controlling, this is actually a weakness, not a strength. They, in this case, if I'm invested in controlling and I always have to control, that's because I don't have any inner strength. And inner strength, even though it sounds a little bit new age or something, basically means that I can allow myself to be moved without being afraid. I can change my position. I'm not locked onto it. So events can happen in my life that I don't want them, that I don't wish to happen. But rather than trying to stop them happening because that's how I understand the, to be what I understand to be my only option. Instead of stopping those things happen, I let them happen. And through the experience of being in with those difficulties, I am myself changed, not in a bad way. I am actually influenced. So in that case, we can say that inner strength is not to be afraid to take a different position or look at things a different way. And in terms of interpersonal relationships, what strength means is that I can allow myself to be influenced by people, moved by them, not controlled by them, but the word moved is better because it just means being pushed out of my usual viewpoint into a better viewpoint, a less habitual viewpoint, a less rigid viewpoint, by what I have experienced. 
Now it turns out if we are willing to let ourselves be changed or moved in this way, we don't need to control, so we don't look strong. Because whatever happens, we kind of know it's going to be okay and we're not panicking, we're not freaked out. So the point of bringing in Carse's dichotomy of strength and power is to make the point that anxiety really belongs to the world of power. And because we have all been convinced or we've convinced ourselves that power is the way to go, which is to say the ability to control, having strategies and things that we can do to get the result we want, tricks we could say, that means that we are susceptible to anxiety because when we come across limits to our ability to control our ability to manifest external strength, then we don't know what to do because that's our only thing, that's our only option. And the thing about that is there are always going to be limits to our power because on the one hand we could say that no matter how powerful I am there's always going to be someone more powerful who's going to control me because that's how the game works, control or be controlled. Or there will be events. We could also say that there will be events happening such as sickness or death or events that are outside of our control and that will always be outside of our control. And so we're worried about them because control or power, the use of power, the exercise of power is all we know. Now, it follows on from this that if we are part of a culture that overvalues control and doesn't see any realistic alternatives, we will deal with anxiety disorder by trying to teach the sufferers new and improved ways of controlling, new and improved ways of exercising control. And the idea is that that when I have these new and improved ways of exercising control, I will no longer be anxious because I know that I can get the outcome to happen that I want to happen. Or I know that I can stop the outcome happening that I don't want to happen. So the way the logic works here is if I as an anxiety sufferer am given extra abilities to control this will help my anxiety because I won't feel like I'm, I'm vulnerable. But this doesn't work at all for, for reasons that we've already kind of hinted at or more than hinted. Because no matter how good I am at controlling, there are always going to be things that I can't control. There's going to be people who are going to be acting against me who are better at controlling than I am always going to be the case sooner or later. And there's always going to be circumstances that are completely out of my control, no matter what. So if I do upgrade my ability, my abilities to control, my ability to manifest external strength, 
all that happens is I very, very quickly reach that limit and it's exactly the same as the last limit I reached. And I can go on increasing my ability to control, increasing my ability to wield power. And all that happens is I very, very quickly reach the limit of that before I even know it. And I'm in the same place the whole time. And there's no way that I can never be not in the same place as a result of trying to maximise control, trying to maximise my ability to exert power. So the point we're making here is that our society only has this card to play and we feel as if we're somehow better off than previous generations because our ability to control, our ability to understand things, our ability to manipulate the environment and ourselves is greater. But that hasn't made any difference at all because the only thing that really counts is strength. And strength, as I was saying, is the, is the ability, and it's not really an ability, it's a negative ability, it's a, um, a negative capacity or capability, as Keats calls it, not to react, not to have to feel that you have to control. And we can see this, the difference between these two things, if we just think about the people we know. Some people we know are, have more strength in the sense that they're not constantly having to control. Other people we know, they control more or they're prone to controlling more. And it's easy to see that not feeling you have to control situations isn't a weakness, even though culturally we don't see that. It is instead the absolute quintessence of what is meant by strength. 